One, two, one, two, three, four. Almost a weekend and you don't know what to do. Or you just need something fun to listen to. Yes, we're on the air. And with gangs all here, all things on the South Side. Thanks for tuning in to the South Side Pod. This morning. Today, this morning. This morning, my, my wife is laying next to me in bed. Start. She knows that I have to yeah, get up early in the morning and take my son Dominic to hockey. Yes, okay. The night before, she goes, you got to get up to Oak Park. Uh, he's got to be there by 9 o'clock. Way and up I, north. And I look at my phone and I go, Madison. that's a 30-some minute drive. I can get there in 30-some minutes, especially on a Saturday morning. I actually went through the city when I went up there. I went over to the Ryan, took the Ryan down to the circle, and then came down to 90. Rather than go through the suburbs, it was quicker. Sure. So I've got it all planned out. And she goes, what, t- you know, are you going to, you need me to set an alarm for you? I'm like, no, I got an alarm on my phone too. We have the same phones. I, I can set an alarm. I'm not like, this is the new thing now. I'm, I'm trying be, to help you out. I'm going to be 44 years old. And she, she's raising me yeah, like another stop child. looking at it as like, they, she thinks I'm helpless and more of this is my wife just taking care of me. I think it's a good thing. Yeah, I don't think so. I think I think that she thinks I'm an f- idiot. I mean, probably she thinks I'm a moron. She thinks that I can't set an <laughs> well, alarm. Okay, well, yeah. here let me let me continue the story, and we'll you guys can give me a judgment All call right. on this one. Okay? okay. So I tell her, no, I've got an alarm. Don't worry about it. And I set an alarm, and I set the alarm for seven forty-five because all the kid has to do is put on. His hockey equipment because he can't even he can't even dress before the game That's with right. what's going on. He's got to show up in his equipment. Right. So I'm like, he's gonna throw on his stuff. All he's gotta do is rub the sleep out of his eyes. I'll give him a granola bar in a car. He can't eat very much or he's gonna get sick. Forty five minutes before I have to leave the house is the, is the earliest I need to wake up for this. Right. Okay. I go to bed and I, as I come out of my my sleep, you're drunk I hear, in sleep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had a few. I had a few last night. As I come out of this fog that is the sleep that I'm in, the first words I'm hearing is, "Chris, what time did you set your alarm for?" It's seven fifteen, and she is making sure I wasn't too stupid. Yeah. yeah. And okay. I go seven forty five. I go, what time is it? She goes, 7.15. Yeah. I said, you woke me up a half hour early to ask me what time I was getting up? And she goes, well, I've been up for the last half hour because of the dog and couldn't fall back asleep. You're up. So that's why she woke me up. That's unfair. Isn't that the most unfair thing? It's like throwing something at your head. You're like, what? You're like, oh, you're up, sleepyhead. exactly what happened. She went to the dog woke her up. She went and took care of the dog. She climbed back into the bed. And after 20 minutes of staring at the ceiling or trying to fall back asleep and not being able to fall asleep, figured, I'll just wake this ass up. And that's what she did. That isn't that isn't taking care of me. No, no, that is, that's that rude. Is, right, that's rude. I don't wake everybody that's up when I get up for work hour. during the week, you know? That's pretty rude, man. There's a big difference, too, on a Saturday morning between 7.15 and 7.45. You I, know this. I don't I've got toddlers. Last... I haven't seen the yeah. you know the, uh, <laughs> the other end of okay, 6 a.m. in a while. Yeah. Mike has older kids like me. Nope. That's I, I, way I still got early. a younger one. He's up at like 6.30 still. Yeah, but he's not coming and pulling on your on your arm. He is? Start locking the door, man. Yeah. My youngest kid. They start banging. I'd yeah. rather pull on the arm. My my youngest kid is five. I don't wake up when he wakes up. It doesn't matter when he wakes up. Nobody pays any attention to him. Yeah, he, he could be using the stove at six thirty in the morning. Nobody cares. Yeah, closet baby. Nobody cares. <laughs> I know we stored him in a closet when he was younger. But I mean, nobody cares. Nobody 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 cares what he does in the morning. He's the third child. 
So, yes, I normally get to sleep in on my weekends. Right. Until the fire alarm goes off with him. That's what the fire alarm is there <laughs> for. That's your alarm. A pitcher of beer, a pitcher of beer. Let's order another pitcher of beer. That pitcher of beer should come over here. I love that pitcher of beer. One of the most fun places to hang out on the south side. Like you want to sit amongst big giant barrels that used to contain alcohol and now they're tables. If you want to sit around and have some craft beer in Blue Island, go to Blue Island Beer Company. And Alan Cromwell sitting here with me is a good friend of the show. How are you? Great, Chris. Tell me a little bit about this beer. You just gave me an IPA. You were like, you were like, try this IPA. This is what we're going to sit down and drink today. Chris, actually, I gave you an India Pale Lager that we do with our friends at Route 66 Old School Brewing. Oh, this is an IPL. Yeah. So it is made with a lager yeast. Uh, some of the, the malt bill will be similar to an IPA. And then some of the dry hopping that we did to it to kind of make it fun and colorful like an IPA um, will be recognizable. But uh, it's really a lager. Okay, so explain this to me because I'm beer stupid sometimes. IPA, the way that I understand that is, it's a style of beer that's because they had to overhop the beer to get it from England to India without it going flat. So it's a, it's a hoppier beer is what it is. Like, that's the basics. I know it's much more intricate. I know you, you're looking at me like I'm crazy, but that's the basics of the whole thing. So why would you do an India pale Lager, like explain what that is. You know, uh, a lot of people since 2004 really uh, came to enjoy the IPAs that we have now, and uh, they became really overhopped and big floral, uh, bodacious beers that people are used to drinking. But um, you can do more with beer, adding the lager yeast to it. It adds just a little uh, extra fun to it. That the dry hopping part of it, which is really what gives you a little bit more colorful flavor to it. My first impression drinking it is, I like IPAs, but I also like the bite that an IPA gives me. This beer is smoother. This beer is something that I might be able to pass off to say my wife, who doesn't like IPAs, and she would still try and be like, I kind of dig that because it's 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 similar to an IPA in terms of the way that it tastes, but it doesn't have the bite of an India Pale Ale. You'd be correct. Uh, there's uh, really good notes to it that uh, I think everybody can enjoy. What's what's Blue Island Beer Company going to be doing in, in the in the later part of the spring here and into the summer? I know you're doing a lot of, like, bands are showing up here and hanging out. You're doing a lot of outdoor stuff, but I mean, like, uh, what's it look like for you right now? I know you love planning events, and you got to be itching now as people are getting vaccinated to start doing big events. We are starting to host our tailgate events uh, back here in the summer. We started that off last fall, and we have a bunch of other cool stuff that people can start making plans on their calendar for when we start to post those shows. You are one of the founding members of the Dixie Highway Brewery Trail. Tell me a little bit about the second anniversary and what the plans are for the Dixie Highway Brewery Trail. So, yeah, to celebrate the second anniversary of the Dixie Highway Brewery Trail, uh, we had every brewery, uh, all eight of us, um, one of them being a distillery, uh, make some specialty beers. Some of us had uh, beers in cans that we made specialty four packs that were available for people to purchase. We had some giveaways and a chance for people to start um, being trailblazers again up and down the trail. You want to do a trail with me? 
Like, wouldn't it be cool if, like, we just did a bar on the trail for, like, the next eight weeks, just me and you, and we just jumped on the trail, me and you, and just went to one place, got blottoed, and, like, did a like a really crazy segment on Southside Pod? Chris, the only way I'm doing the trail with you is if you get a limo, and uh, preferably a PT Cruiser limo, <laughs> that uh, there's room just for the two of us in it. Nice, nice. Okay, I'll get to work on that. That's Alan Cromwell, Blue Island Beer Company. I like to call it Bibco. And uh, give everybody the address real quick. 13357 Old Western Avenue here in Blue Island, Illinois. It is now time for your Southside Pod Word on the Street. Worth Township is going to be holding an emergency food distribution event And it's going to be on Wednesday, May the 5th, from 2 p.m. until everything ends. They are going to be handing out food boxes, first come, first serve, until supplies run out in the parking lot of the Township Hall, 11601 South Pulaski Road in Alsip. Meats, produce, and dairy will be distributed to those in need. Meanwhile, out of Payless over at Stag High School, the girls' varsity golf team is calling on the community to help them raise some funds for the team while they help out people in need. From now through May 21st, the team is collecting donations of new and almost new shoes at a drop box, North Doors, Stag High School. They're looking for athletic, casual, kids, flats, dress, boots, sandals, plastic cleats, all kinds of shoes. The shoes will be used to help people in need in Central and South America, as well as on the continent of Africa. In Evergreen Park, Illinois, the Village of Evergreen Park and Evergreen Park Pharmacy are making it very simple for their residents to get COVID-19 vaccinations. They have the Moderna shot at the pharmacy located on the first floor of the Mary Potter Pavilion at Little Company of Mary Hospital. There's online registration, but seniors and others without internet access can call the Village of Evergreen Park directly on a vaccine hotline and leave a message with their name and phone number, and Village staff will help them set up their appointment. 708-229-3341. Next week's Southside Pod is going to stop by Evil Horse Brewing Company at the very end of the Dixie Highway Brewery Trail. They're celebrating five years as a brewery. But ahead on this show, speaking of Evergreen Park there a moment ago, we're going to talk to the head coach of their high school football program to get a sense of what it was like playing a spring schedule now that all the high school football teams in the area have completed their very odd and very unique spring football season. Coach Jerry Verdi joins us in just a few minutes right here on Southside Pod. Found everywhere podcasts can be found and always at southsidepod.com. Hey gang, ever wonder what it's like to be a small business owner? It's confusing, weird expenses coming out of nowhere, and when you throw in health insurance, forget it. Nobody understands how that works. If you own a business, big or small, it's one of the biggest expenses you have all year long. And yet, we all wait until open enrollment at the end of the year, and then we think to ourselves, next year, next year I'll get a jump on it. And then it's another year of paying way too much. If you're a business owner, big or small, HR representative that wants to impress the boss, give Butch Zemar of Elite Benefits of America a call. Save yourself or your boss thousands or even tens of thousands of dollars a year. Reach out to Butch right now, 708 535 
3006 or shoot him an email, butch at elitebenefits.net. And be sure to check out the Zemar podcast. Don't wait till the last minute. Put Butch Zemar to work for you now. I'm lining up beers for a bill tonight. Why? Because I gave you a, I gave you a beer and we talked for five minutes and you asked for another beer. Right. And so I gave you two. And because you need an opener for that beer, I just open them both. So I don't care how you drink them. Drink We're one at a time, minutes. drink them both at a time, give me in a switch glass, them off, like I'm whatever you want. Kind of like fancy person. Yeah, well, but, you know, I try to give people glasses yeah. when they sit at the bar. This isn't the Ritz Carlton. Yeah, but the thing is, everybody get, this is what everybody gives me for gifts. Father's Day, I get a glass. Yep. Birthdays, I get glasses. Okay. Christmas, barware, glasses. Everybody knows I have a bar in my basement. You know how many pint no, glasses? Everyone knows I have? you're an alcoholic. No, There's I, a difference. Alcoholics. I have a drink- bar in my basement. I have never gotten a glass for a gift. Listen. Ever. Alcoholics. Alcoholics drink out of the same glass for four yeah, straight days. Jerry Verdi is the head coach of Evergreen Park High School football. And he and pretty much every school on the south side of Chicago, every high school. Just completed the first ever, I believe, spring football season because of the COVID-19 pandemic. They got six games in, no playoffs. I want to talk to him a little bit about it, find out what it was like. Such a unique thing. Coach, how are you? I'm doing fine. So you get all six games in, which is awesome. Uh, You and I have talked about this already, that it it was a rarity for a high school team on the south side of Chicago to get to play all six of their games because somebody gets sick, you get all of a sudden some COVID protocols, and now all of a sudden the game is canceled. How fortunate do you feel that you were able to get all six in? Well, extremely fortunate. You know, we were in a situation where if even one of your players uh, got a positive uh, COVID, you know, test back, then you were shut down for, for 10 days. And most of the time that wasn't just one game. You know, you're talking about two games and, um, you know, that's, that's rough, you know, just to, to lose a third of a season, uh, you know, based on something that happens to one individual. And it, it was rough. I, you know, I talked to some coaches that, that lived through that. I, I, I talked to one coach uh, that missed their first two games, um, you know, week one and two, and then that put them behind, you know, by the time they got out and started practice again for week three, you know, they were playing against teams that had already played two games and now you're really behind. So, the, the the dynamic for each program, you know, in the state, I'm sure was different. We were very lucky to be able to play, you know, all our games. And and uh, while we, we did deal with, a, you know, a few injury situations, uh, particularly, you know, later in the season, um, you know, we still we still feel very blessed to be able to spend the time that we did with 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 our, you know, with our players. When you think about another class that will be coming in here and, Grammar school football didn't really happen. There were some other leagues, though, that kind of sprouted up. And I know a lot of people that had kids that were in the seventh and eighth grade. And if they couldn't play for, let's say, their grammar school, their their middle school, they, they went and they played in these other leagues that were around the south side. Uh, is that going to be strange to have some kids coming in that have played and some kids that haven't played in over a year that are going to be joining your program next year? You know, it is. We're, we're very fortunate um, the Evergreen Park Stallions are, are one of the best youth programs, you know, in the entire Chicagoland area, and, and that's really not even debatable. They, they, they've got a, a wonderful program, great coaches, and, uh, you know, they make the game special. And the fact that they lost their season, I mean, uh, it, it, you know, obviously it hurts, it hurts those, those eighth-grade um, 
you know, both football players and cheerleaders who missed out on that experience. And, and yeah, they're going to be a little bit behind, but I think most, most young people are, you know, uh, most of them did lose out on that. Now there were some situations where, uh, some of the, you know, skill kids joined something that like a, like a boom, a seven on seven type of team. And, and I did hear about some travel teams that were put together that, that played some games out of state, but that was, that's definitely the exception to the rule, you know, for, for these situations. Most of the kids coming in as freshmen next year will all be in the same boat. They'll have missed and it's, and it's going to be a little bit of slower process you know, really, really focusing on fundamentals, which which you do anyways on the freshman level. You know, we 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 talk about the the three Fs for freshman football: fundamentals, fun, and 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 you hope they go 500. Uh, but uh, you know, everyone's going to be in the same boat, and it's going to be a much slower slower path for them to be ready to you know to be ready for their for their first freshman game. But we look forward to it. We know about some of the kids that are coming in, and and um, we think we'll be in a pretty good situation. Head coach Jerry Verdi of Evergreen Park High School football. Before I let you go, you're one of many, many high school football coaches that had to deal with a very, very different season and no postseason and playing in the spring and different restrictions and and all these things. But kind of uh, put a bow on it for me and 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 to, for, to everybody that's listening and explain how important was it that you guys were able to actually get out there and get these kids out there and have them play some semblance of a season this year? Well, it was, it's, it's immensely important. Uh, you know, the, not only from just the physical as, aspect of so many young people, and that's why I do applaud the IHSA for trying to get all the seasons in because so many of, of our young people in the state have, have been inactive, physically inactive, and as we all know, you know that that really, that 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 not only hurts a, a young person physically, but it also hurts them mentally. And uh, the fact that we're able to get the kids, you know, for uh, involved in, in in something that that's bigger than themselves, you know, where they can be in a team setting, um, where we could get the physical and the mental, and uh, for you know the six weeks we had of games and and the the three weeks we had to prepare and and the little bit of training we did, let's just say we had them for two and a half months, for them to have that purpose for two and a half months where it wasn't just watching the news and, and, and getting the COVID numbers and things like that, I, I think it, it was immensely important. And um, and I know that they'll appreciate it. They might not even appreciate it as much right now, but 10 years down the line, they'll be like, you know, hey, at least we got to play. At least we got to do something. And, and you know, and it was just important for all the coaches that were involved. You know, we were looking forward to being able to, to work with these seniors one last time. And, and that goes for not just football, but all the other sports that are, that are getting in these, these shortened seasons and, and just trying to, you know, be active. So, you know, all, all the time we spent was indeed a blessing, and, and uh, we all have the memories that moving forward that, that, that come from that. Coach, I appreciate you jumping on with us and sharing your feelings, and I look forward to what I believe will be a much more normal uh, schedule for you guys in the fall, and I hope you'll uh, come back and join us when that happens. Absolutely. Thank you. Well, come on, baby, don't you want to go?
appreciate you. We hope you appreciate us. On the South Side You know, I had to have a little bit of an intervention for uh, my 13-year-old son the other day. Oh, he's starting. Oh, boy. No, 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 no. Look, yeah, yeah. I don't know where he Look, learned it, Dad. There used to be doors on that entertainment center over there. Okay. Okay. And the other night, I'm sitting upstairs, and I hear a weird noise in the basement. And then I hear somebody going, oh, no, oh, no, like in this absolute panic, Uh-oh. like panic thing. Was his girlfriend down here with him? No, no, no. no he, he don't have one of those. He don't have one of those yet. Okay, he don't have enough game to get one of those. Not this kid. He's sitting down here playing video games, and he gets so frustrated with the video. Oh game. yeah. What he did is he broke the door off of the entertainment center. You don't want to break the controller anymore. Yeah, They're expensive. Yeah, yeah, it's like sixty. Bucks Nintendo now. controllers were like nine bucks. The yeah. entertainment center like... is more expensive than the controller. But he can still play video games. Yeah, <laughs> it's not. He don't have to buy a new entertainment center. I come down the stairs, and he's standing there, and it's a it's a door, it's a wood entertainment center. Like this is like a real. <laughs> this is not wood, Ikea. Yeah, this is not Ikea. Press, no, yeah, I didn't right. put this together with the weird little wrench that right. shows up that's one time use with this. Like this was actually delivered the way it was Oak. as a piece of furniture, <laughs> and it has these glass Mahogany. beveled glass doors not that anymore. are out of thing. No, not anymore. Because I don't, I don't when I get down glass. here, Do the the hinges are still on. Oh, nice. And part of the frame. But then the glass and the other three quarters of the frame that goes around the glass is laying in one piece on the ground. As if, as if it has been ripped off by the Incredible Hulk. Right. And, and I, I'm standing there and I go, what happened? He goes, it just, it just, it just it fell apart. Fell off, it just fell off, Dad. It just fell off like that. I was playing just, and then just, I got second place in Fortnite and the thing <laughs> fell off. And it just disintegrated. <laughs> and I'm like, and I just did one of those things. Like I... As it was going on, I was thinking to myself, like, oh, now this is what it's like to be on the other side of this as a father. Because I've been on his side where I was petrified when I did something really stupid. Right. And now I'm the dad. And the first thing running through my head is, like, don't kill him. Right. Like, if you kill him, that'll be trouble for you. Sure. You have to come short of killing him. Okay? He's an idiot. Right. You need to deal with it. But at this point, screaming and yelling is going to not make your point. No. As much as cold dad anger. So I just look at him and I go, you should break his favorite thing just right in just, front of him. Just fell off, huh? He goes, yeah. And so I walk over to the real calm, like looking at the thing, right? Like I observe the door. Right. And you could see him sweating over there because right. he's like, I don't he's know. Gonna you know he's going to buy it. Didn't fell off. Think he's going to buy it. Think he's going to buy it. In his head, that was a legitimate story. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like when you went over to look at it, he's like, holy shit, he's buying this. <laughs> keep so I, keep up I, the story. Then I call him over. I do the little finger thing. I'm like, come here. Come on over here real close. And That's he's like nervous. The and finger I go, thing. Man. I want to I show you something here. This is wood. This is like real, like actual wood. This isn't some kind tree of and composite thing. I said, as you can see here, there were three different pieces of wood that were part of this door. Two of them are running in this direction. And the other one's grain was like this. And by looking at it, I could see that somebody essentially, I would say, grabbed the handle and forcefully pulled upward. And the moment I said that, like, he knew he was done. He was done, right. He was like, oh, he's a forensic scientist now. He's figured out exactly what's happened. But he's still trying to stick to his story. He's like... I like I, I closed. I might have been a little angry, right. but I mean not, not enough for the not enough for the door like, to fall like off. Like the murderer, like all of a sudden he he went from I didn't kill her to I didn't mean to kill right, her. Right. I, didn't, <laughs> I mean it just kind of happened. Like I, I 
Like, you know, everything was fine. Right. And then all of a sudden, just like. It's clean bargaining. Right. He, yeah, that's what he's yeah, doing. Yeah. And, I, and I, tell, I told him, I said, I want you to take a deep it breath. wasn't premeditated. I want you to take a deep breath. And then I want you to think really hard about what the next thing is that should come out of your mouth. Because it shouldn't be anything else except for the absolute truth. And he just looks at me and he goes, I got angry at the video game and I ripped the door off. I said, you understand now that for if you would have broken a controller, you would have just paid $50, right? Sure. But because of this, and this being much more expensive, you will work this off. It will take all summer. Oh, no. <laughs> it will be a fence that needs to be painted in the backyard, and the garage needs painting in the Tom backyard. Sawyer? And Oh, I'm, nice. this kid Sir, works Hawk, for me. Right? Yeah. This Tom kid Sawyer. works yeah, for me now. That's what he does. He works for me. Love it. His first task the next morning, because I left it there. You're going to be our bartender His today? first task the next morning was to take the other doors off Okay, and make everything look nice that was in there. And then I had him like all day the next day. It was just manual labor. I'm like, oh, you know, remember like uh, last summer when dad was uh, getting up all those uh, rocks out of the garden and I didn't know what to do with them. I want you to move that pile from over here to over here. It looks better. (laughs) And then when you're done, (laughs) move it back. (laughs) It is now time for your South Side Sound Check. Live music is back at many venues. Check out these. In Crete, Illinois, the fifth anniversary of Evil Horse Brewing Company will be happening all weekend long with live music available and all kinds of new beers being tapped. We're going to be covering it. Look for Southside Pod there. When I say look for Southside Pod, look for a dude running around with a microphone trying to get free beer and talking to strangers. On Saturday, May 1st, Beer Garden opens at noon, Tap Room at 2, and Brother George Barbecue Truck shows up at 3 p.m. to start feeding people. And Bruce and Paul from Led Zeppelin 2 perform at 7.30. On Sunday, the Beer Garden at noon again with the Tap Room open as well at noon, an artisan craft fair for most of the day, and Tone Capone's taco truck from noon until 4. Open Mike will be there starting at 5 p.m. with local artists. Meanwhile, another location on the Dixie Highway Brewery Trail, Blue Island Beer Company. They have live bluegrass and Americana music with Steve and Tracy this Friday night, the 30th of April. Call and leave a message about your event at 708-459-8406, 24-7-365 days a year. That's your sound check. This is Southside Pod. Are you thirsty for change? Yeah. Then pop open a frosty idiot parade pop. Hey, cool. <sighs> Ugh. This is horrible. Yes, that's right. Idiot Parade Pop has 200 milligrams of sodium per 12-ounce can and also comes in Tabasco flavor. Oh, my God. My throat's burning. My mouth is all dry. Why not have another can? Ugh. Here, have another. Oh, my. This sucks. That's right. The more you drink the more you want to drink. It's a beautiful situation. Idiot Parade Pop. Obey me. Back at the Blue Island Beer Company, and I'm going to tell you something right now. Uh, you're running into interesting folks while you're sitting out here amongst the barrels that are the beer garden uh, in the parking lot. Next to the cars, they zoom over the bridge and drink good beer. And uh, Kevin's sitting here next to me. Uh, Kevin Bluen, you, you were telling me a really interesting thing. You were telling me that you and your wife were about to start a business in April of last year, right here in Blue Island, and then of course, you know, the world went upside down, and you're doing this whole thing online. Tell me a little bit about this thing, because people might want to know about it, because it sounds like it's starting to blow up online, huh? 
It is. The name of the business is Veda Winter, named after our youngest daughter, who was a shocking surprise. And Aren't all kids a shocking surprise? Like, even the ones you plan on, when they come out, you're like, oh, that's not what I expected. <laughs> it's actually my wife's business. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a gopher. And now we had to ebb and flow with the coronavirus, which doubled up on the inventory, tripled, quadrupled up on the inventory because it's all online. It's a whole different animal. So now our place that we wanted to have the brick and mortar is now outgrown because it was turned into a warehouse. We are now warehousing elsewhere. And now we're doing, Amber's doing all live sales from the brick and mortar that we intended on being the shop. And now it's growing. So essentially you were gonna be a blockbuster but you turn into an early version of Netflix before the streaming, and now you're trying to figure out how do you become like Netflix of the future where you have like a storefront, but you're still doing things online. It sounds to me like this is gonna explode. Tell people a little bit about what exactly you sell and how they can find the products uh, so that they're able to check it out themselves. So the products can be found at vedawinter.com or on the app, which can be found in the Apple Store, and Instagram, Facebook, all the good stuff. Um, it's all women's clothing, so I'm probably not the best. Bo- is this like is this like hip women's clothing? Is this sexy women's clothing? Is this Amish women's clothing? What kind of what kind of as sexy as I'm trying to steer it? But they don't. Listen. You want it to be sexy? Yeah, they don't listen to me. But that's okay. Very fashionable, trendy, boho chic is what I would be what I would be told to call it. Boho bougie, pajama chic. We're getting boho, bougie, pajama chic, and Blue Island. Who would have thought? Oh, my goodness. The founding fathers of Blue Island are turning over in their graves. Thank you for listening to see what's happening on the Southside Pod. On the Southside Pod. Join us again and be sure to tell a friend about the Southside Pod. About the Southside Pod. All things about the neighborhood we live in. All things about the places that we go. It's the best side of Chicago, the South Side Pond. Mike's <laughs> penis is on the microphone here to start the show. Uh, because I got to come back to penis time. I got to the only podcast for penises, five penises. I got a, I got an extra mic here now up at the bar, so he can when he plays his guitar, he doesn't have to readjust anything. And you have that and at so waist guitar level. It's right at waist guitar level. Yeah. He sits on the bar stool, and he like for some reason he thought that I wanted to talk to his penis. <laughs> I mean, everybody <laughs> does. What would so, it say you know? if Mike's penis could talk? What would it say? If Mike's penis. I'm so lonely. <laughs> Kill me. <laughs> if Mike's penis had a smaller guitar that it could play, it would also be bad. And that's our show, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you. 